Okay, so medical doctors may not define it as an illness, but it's definitely a problem in something I've suffered from for so many years, and that's comparisonitis. So if you Googled it, the definition of comparisonitis is the compulsion to compare one's accomplishments to another's to determine relative importance. So are you constantly comparing yourself to other moms, to other women? I know I am. We're talking about how to treat this today in episode four. Hey, Courageous Mom, I want you to know that you are so brave, raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired, and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. So comparisonitis is something I have struggled with my entire life. In my younger days, I had real struggles with body image and insecurities. And looking back, it actually is really sad how much time I wasted worrying about the things that I worried about. And I feel so sorry for that girl because I took it to a level that was so completely unhealthy. Back when you could still head out into the world without fear of a virus, my husband and I headed out solo for a Sunday fun day and headed to a place in Boston that I used to frequent in my younger days. It's by the water and the weather was just so perfect and we had a table and I was really enjoying our kid-free time together. And I was just soaking up every minute of this amazing day with him because they don't happen often. And we were surrounded by many younger 20-somethings that were there and carefree. And I thought back to me back in the day when I was there at that age and how I should have been carefree. But instead, the entire time that I was out back then, I was always thinking about how fat or gross I was, how in how beautiful and cool every other person was there. Like seriously, I cannot even put into words how poor my self-image was of myself and I can't even describe the damage that I did to my body in order to make myself look better or so I thought. My insecurities ruined even the most perfect days. It was a problem in relationships and some relationships only fed those insecurities more. But thankfully, I've overcome those deep insecurities. But I think it was that day being there with my husband that made me realize the regret I had for not enjoying the carefree moments I had then because of how I compared myself to everyone and strive for perfection. Now, granted, there were deeper issues there at that time and again, completely unhealthy, but the time lost is my point here. I lost a lot of time and time that was really just so precious and moments where 
year, I really should have been carefree, especially now looking back at how hectic life is. Now, I wish I had just really enjoyed those moments of just taking care of me. Now, it made me think of all the time. I'm still comparing myself to others. And maybe it's not at that insanely unhealthy level I was at in my 20s. But I I don't want to get to the end of my life and regret the time I've spent comparing myself to others as a mom when I should have been enjoying being present with my children and my husband or family and friends. Because the inside of my head is such a scary place to be at times. So who can relate? I'm sure many of you can. I think because as women, we compare ourselves on so many levels, just being a woman and being a mom. Now, there are so many ways that as women, we compare ourselves to others. Uh, But I think one of the ways that we are so incredibly hard on ourselves is obviously looking, getting sucked into social media. So how many of you have gotten sucked into Instagram and have just caught yourself in a hole there and you realize that an hour and a half has gone by and you feel incredibly awful about yourself because you're seeing these 20-somethings and their fit bodies and celebrities that look perfect. And I have to remind myself, if I had a personal chef, had a glam squad following me around and could work out 12 hours a day, then I'd be all set. And let's not forget the filters. Let's be real, okay? Now, what I try to remind myself, and these are the changes that I have made since being that really insecure younger me. I try to remind myself that my body has done amazing things. And so has yours. If you're a mom, you have given birth and that is an incredible thing. Like you have formed life at least once, maybe multiple times, God bless you. And you are raising children. Like your body has done that because of you. Other humans are walking this earth. Now, I'd say that's pretty amazing. And for me personally, like my body has changed over the years. Yes, your body changes. It changes with pregnancy. It changes with age, unfortunately. But again, it's done amazing things. And not only has my body given birth, I try to tell myself it's also run marathons. It's been in the boxing ring. Like it's done some tough stuff. And yes, because of those things, my body has completely (laughs) probably aged. My knees are so bad, but I still keep running because it helps my mind. So my point is here is look at the things that your body is doing, the amazing things that it has already done and the amazing things that it will do. So love it and be kind to yourself. Catch yourself next time you say bad things about yourself and quickly replace it with something good. It's okay to be proud of yourself and remind yourself of your strength when you need it. So I think another way that we're really guilty of comparing ourselves is when we compare ourselves to other moms. And I know personally, I have definitely done this way too many times. And I'll look at other moms and just think, God, she's so put together and she's always dressed nicely. And there's this meme that I always laugh at. And it's of, if you've watched Napoleon Dynamite, yes, I love that movie. As I've mentioned before, I love to laugh and that movie makes me laugh. But anyways, 
So if you've seen that movie, then you're familiar with Napoleon's hair and outfit. And the meme is that other moms are showing up to drop off nicely dressed and looking so put together. And then there's me. And there's a picture of Napoleon Dynamite, which is absolutely me. Because that is what I feel like my appearance is when I'm going anywhere with my children. And in reality, I am showering daily and that is the extent of it. Um, What I'm doing with my hair is usually pulled back. Makeup depends if I have to see a client that day. And yeah, that's, that's me. And I tend to admire the women that have the time or the energy to get themselves together. It, it amazes me. And the crafty moms, I've always been a bit envious. And I have tried to be crafty with my children. And my son, he cannot stand crafts. But my daughter, definitely, I don't know if she has just given up on me or she's grown out of them, but she's sort of all set now. But back in the day when she was a lot younger, she loved the crafts and we would get them. And some of them would say for six and over. And, you know, I'm in my 30s at the time and could not even understand how we were going to create this or make this. And it's saying no glue needed, but I'm saying, okay, we need a hammer and nails. And this this is what I'm like trying to be crafty. And then there's those moms that garden. And that is amazing to me. You know, I see these beautiful gardens and they're growing vegetables and beautiful flowers. And I'm going to be honest, the fact that my children, that I can keep my children alive, but can't keep a house plant or any plants for that matter alive is, I'm a little confused by that. But hey, I'm really thankful that I can keep those children alive so but gardening it's it's a special talent that I just clearly lack oh and I I can't forget about the moms that sew I mean I can't even sew a rip in a pillow I struggle if you see what it's like when I mend something you would think that my daughter did it actually if my daughter did it it would look better but I'm just trying to make a point here that we're not all at the same skill level when it comes to moms. And that is something that used to bother me. I wanted to be more domesticated. And I, I mean, I I clean like no one's business. I love a clean home and I cook and bake. Well, let's clarify. Baking is not what other women would consider baking. Baking to me is buying box cake and just adding the ingredients as I follow the recipe. So that's my style of baking. But anyways, I'm okay with all of this, but back in the day, I was not. So I've accepted that and actually have learned to laugh at myself and so have my friends and I'm totally okay with that. But I am still guilty of comparing myself to moms in regards to if I look at someone and say, God, they just seem so much more patient than I am as a mom. And it's always funny when someone looks at me and says, you're so patient. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? I I don't see that at all. But I think, again, we're being so hard on ourselves that we don't realize all that we are doing. And if there is a day that it wasn't your best, because we all have bad days, the beautiful thing is that tomorrow is a new day 
to try again. So you have to learn to let today go, get some sleep, and don't you dare step a foot on that floor when getting out of bed the next morning without remembering to ask God to help you get through today. Because I do that regularly. And it's really funny because when my son was younger, he would also always say that mommy says, God help me. Because I use that phrase quite often, especially when he was younger and potty training and his literal brain had him sit in the toilet when he had started to pull his pants down in his room. And I said, no, 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 go in the toilet. We go potty in the toilet. Well, when I finally made it down the hall after he ran down and he was sitting in the toilet, I mean, actually sitting in the toilet, socks and all, I said, God help me. And you know what? He does. I've said that multiple times on many occasions for the countless amount of things, crazy things that my son gets into. And God helps me to laugh at the things and to find joy in the day. And he'll do the same for you. So don't forget to lean on him and use those three little words. God help me. And another way that we compare ourselves are when it comes to careers. And if you own your own business or you're starting a business, you'll be looking at other women that are doing what you want to be doing. And you'll start to say, I'm not there yet. What did they do? And why are they where they're at? And what we're often forgetting is that we haven't seen the blood, sweat, and tears that they've put in. We haven't seen their tough times. We haven't seen the endless hours, late nights, early mornings that they have put in to get to where they are. And I guarantee you that a lot of tears have been shed. They've had to work late hours to fight for promotions. They have also worried about where the next dollar was going to come from if they started a new business on their own. So if they're successful now, you should take that as inspiration. Run your own race. Put your head down in focus. If you're falling behind, it's just like a race. If you keep looking back and at everyone else, you're going to lose steam. So just focus on you. We'll also compare children, right? I, I cannot be the only one who has done this. And when I say children, I'm talking about things like their diet. Like I'm amazed by these children that are eating gourmet meals and sushi and whatever their parents put on their plate. But my son has eaten a kid cuisine for his 730th consecutive day in a row. And it's a very specific type of kid cuisine because that's one of the four things he eats and it's part of his routine and we don't mess with his routine. And then there's the screen time. I used to have the screen time under control, but then a pandemic happened and I'm just trying to survive. So I've been definitely lax about the whole thing. And then there's the reading. My daughter used to be really into reading and would just go through book after book. And that's definitely slowed down. I keep encouraging her to get back to it. And my son, well, reading to him is reading Wikipedia and 
just memorizing his movie facts because he's just a genius on that. So that's as much as we're getting with reading. And I've tried getting books that he would have interest in, just anything to do with movies, Disney, anything like that, thinking I may inspire him to get reading. And that hasn't happened. And I'll also stress out about my son's therapy and question whether I am doing enough as a parent to help him progress and get the tools that he needs in order to live an independent and fulfilling life to the best of his abilities. And I guess when I'm doing the children comparison thing, ultimately I am really focusing on my parenting style and whether my decisions are going to have a negative effect on my kids. And I think I just, we're all doing the best that we can. And we have to remind ourselves of that. Everyone's situation is different. My son's sensory issues definitely caused some issues with him in having hesitation to try any new kinds of food. And I know many of you moms out there can relate to that. And yes, I've thought about food therapy, but honestly, prior to quarantine, his therapy schedule was pretty intense outside of school. And he'd have homework and then I'd get him involved in local sports and rec activities. So I feel like I'm trying to make the best decisions that I can for my child. And right now, I think there are some more important things to address than his eating. Like I'd rather him focus on being safe and being able to be more independent and in the community than tackling food issues right now because there's only so much time in a day and he also needs to have some downtime that's really important for him. So as parents, we just have to do what is best for our children, our family, and our situation. And the comparison is just not real because you do not know somebody else's situation, nor do they know yours. So comparison, judgment, there really is no need for it because often it's comparing apples to oranges. It's completely different and we need to stop torturing ourselves in this way. And lastly, the biggest thing that I think I will do the comparison on in social media definitely does not help this is husbands and marriage. And I've looked at other couples on social media and again, highlight reels, right? Because they're not posting about the tough times that they've been through or the argument that they've had. They're posting the fun things like the date nights and the great vacations that they're going on. They're not posting that it his snoring keeps them up one more night, they may strangle him. They're not telling you that stuff. But reality is, is that everybody is feeling frustration with their partner, spouse, whatever, at some point in time. Nothing is perfect all of the time. And everybody is in different phases of life. And if you have young children, it may not be so easy to get out, especially if you have a child with special needs. You're needed more and sitters may be harder to come by. And I know this because my husband and I have definitely dealt with that. We're making the best of it. 
And we should know better by now to not compare anything, but especially a relationship from something we see on a post on social media. I mean, again, no one is going to post their tough days or their rough patches. They're going to post the happy stuff. And how many times have you thought that someone from the outside seemed so perfect together and then you learn otherwise? And that is just always just proof that we're all human we're all just doing our best and marriage included. Marriage is not easy, but as much as it's hard, it's also amazing. And I absolutely love my husband, but sometimes he can annoy me. And if I was not so perfect, I'm sure that I would probably annoy him too. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I know he's not listening. So comparisonitis is real and we all struggle with it from time to time. I know it's a struggle for me and I have to work hard and pray harder to help get my mind focused on the truth of who I am and whose I am. Listen, God made each and every one of us and although we may make mistakes, he does not. We all have different gifts, strengths, and weaknesses that complement those around us. And we need to realize that. We're not all expected to do all the things and be like anyone else. We're just expected to live our life to the fullest using what we have been given. And that is a huge relief for me personally, because if anyone was counting on me to grow tomatoes or any one of those things that you put in salads, um, we'd have a problem. So be you with pride. Embrace where you're at. If you know in your heart that you're doing a little something each day to better you, whether it's weight loss, being a more patient parent, starting a business, then pat yourself on the back. Because remember, you've been comparing yourself to someone else's highlight reel. And I'm going to keep telling you that because you have no idea what they went through to be where they're at right now. And we also do not know what someone's reality and behind the scenes looks like. So we have to remind ourselves of that anytime we think that someone's life is picture perfect, because I assure you that is not the case. So we just need to get busy living our own life and keeping our head down and focusing on what's in front of us and not focusing on what everyone else is doing or what everyone else has. And imagine if we all did this and imagine if we stayed focused and ran our own race and focused on what our goals in life were or what God's plan for our life was, we would be so much happier because our brains know this and our hearts know this, but we're human and we get fed things by society and media and it's just something that we're always going to have to combat and we're going to have to work really hard to remind ourselves that we're amazing and we're doing the best that we can and I am happy to continue to remind you of that. So are you part of the Courageously Mom community over on Facebook? If not, then please join us so we can continue real and honest conversations like this over there. If you need to be uplifted, encouraged, and hear from other moms that just get it, then I really hope to see you over there. That's it for today, and I am sending you so much love. And until next time, keep smiling, Courageous Mom. You got this. 
there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mom podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.